Welcome to Stories of Faith and Hope, the podcast that inspires your faith and gives you reason to hope. I'm your host, Joel Sutherland, and I want to thank you so much for joining us for another episode. Well, today I'm excited to introduce you to our guest, Lucas Miles. He is a writer, speaker, consultant, film producer, and president of the Influence Network, a leading church resourcing organization. Uh, He's also the principal and founder of Miles Media, Inc., a full-service entertainment company, which is committed to creating films with a purpose. His Hollywood-caliber films star familiar faces, including Kevin Sorbo, Christy Swanson, Robert Davey, and Kevin Farley. Uh, He's been featured on Faithwire, Bible Gateway, The Hugh Hewitt Show, The Blaze, CBN, iTunes, Netflix, Amazon, a whole bunch of different places. And his recent endeavors include writing a groundbreaking book, Good God, and hosting a nationally released podcast, The Lucas Miles Show, highlighting top influencers in faith and entertainment. He and his wife, Chrissy, have been married since 2001, and they live in Granger, Indiana, with their Doberman, Kenya. I'm really excited for you to listen to this conversation because it was it was such an incredible dialogue that that Lucas and I had. Um, he's actually a mutual friend of a previous guest on this podcast, uh, Courtney Hurst. She introduced us, and uh, I'm not sorry that she did because Lucas has so much to share. And we talked especially about this uh, seeming dichotomy between Hollywood and the church and the entertainment industry and and movies. And he's able to use that um, to to bring up Lifting Media. We talk about his upcoming film, The Penitent Thief, which I'm really excited about. So anyway, without further ado, here is my conversation with Lucas Miles. Lucas, welcome to the show. Thanks, Joe. It's good to be on the program today. So I'm looking at your bio. It's quite impressive. Uh, You are a writer, speaker, consultant, film producer, president of the Influence Network, which is a leading church resourcing organization. You're also the principal and founder of Miles Media, and uh, you're you're working on creating films with a purpose, and you've been featured in a whole whole bunch of places. We'll have all that in the show notes. Um, But Lucas, we are interested in this show for inspiring faith and hope, finding stories of, of people who do that. And, and looking at what you do and talking to people who know you, that is what you do, is you inspire faith and hope. And uh, i just like to start off by uh, telling our listeners a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? And uh, what do you do? Yeah, I appreciate that. And, you know, it's great to be on the program and uh, really um, love what you do. And I think that it's, uh, um, you know, programs like this are so um, needed in today's world. There's a lot of people without hope and that don't have a clue about faith. And so we need to we need to be encouraged in these ways. So uh, a little bit about me. I mean, uh, as you mentioned, I've been a pastor uh, for quite a while. I started preaching about the age of 17. So that was really kind of my my first call and first love. Um, I, I grew up, though, always making movies. You know, I was the kid. Uh, there's a TV show on right now called The Goldberg. So I don't know if any of your audience would have watched it. But you know, I just feel like it's like it was like made about my life is what it feels like, you know, where I was just always a kid with my parents VHS camcorder on my shoulder, you know, running around filming things. And, um, you know, that passion kind of continued. And I took a little bit of break and uh, from that, but but got into it uh, as an adult and uh, or back into it as an adult. And, um, you know, it's God's just really um, aligned some some opportunity lives to uh to have a a foot in the door of the church and also 
um, in Hollywood. And we're really trying to find a way to merge those two lives and uh, uh, leverage, you know, really both of them to be able to reach people. Uh, and I find that people in the church love to hear about Hollywood and people in Hollywood need to hear about the church. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's it's a good it's a good relationship there. Been married for uh, uh, going on 18 years. And um, uh, my wife, uh, um, Chrissy, is just awesome. Uh, she, she preaches and pastors and writes as well and, and does media things, too. So uh, we've just had a lot of fun over the years, and it's not always been easy, but um, just following God's call, trying to get this message of his grace out to the world. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. As we were talking a little bit um, before we got started, you know, my brother and I were kind of like that growing up. We had, you know, my parents video camera and we're filming everything we could think of. And, um, and, and I had one of the, you know, a dream to be a, a Christian filmmaker. Um, something that I don't know if you faced, um, that a lot of, a lot of people, um, you know, in the church world, I think, you know, have a problem with is, is movies and Hollywood and faith. And, and some people see this, this drastic difference between the two. And, you know, what would you say to someone who, who says, well, all movies are evil and, uh, and, and yet, you know, you're trying to, um, to make a difference and a change with that? Yeah. I mean, I think that um, it's important that we recognize that, that stories are central to um, the communication of any message that's important. And uh, I'm not a huge fan. You know, there's some movements in the church where they only talk about the Bible as a story and it just goes really high level. I think that individual verses have power. And I think we need to make sure that we're not exchanging the um, uh, the the weight of individual words of God for just the idea of the story of God. I don't mm-hmm. think that's a fair exchange. Mm-hmm. But I do think it, 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 the beauty is it doesn't have to be an either or it can be a both and. Mm-hmm. And, so, um, you know, Jesus had parables, you know, and he, he shared parables. I would like to think that if Jesus was alive today, he'd hire Miles Media to make some movies for him. And and we'd go around and film, you know, stuff and, and be able to share those stories. So, you know, um, but, you know, for me, it's uh, I work in both kind of the, the, the faith media world as well as um, really mainstream. I mean, we do you know, we have massive uh, um uh, clients that were producing, you know, just corporate, you know, uh, content for them to go tell the story of their company. Uh, and I would guess that very few people have an issue, you know, with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, we also work a lot in Hollywood. It's, it's hard for me to turn on the TV without recognizing somebody that I know or work with or seeing one of my friends on a show. And, and, um, it, I'll tell you what, I've just found such a cool community in Hollywood. And, um, you know, I, I kind of split my time between Indiana and LA uh, so I kind of have a foot in both worlds. Um, and but there, there are so many believers in Hollywood that just love the Lord. They're, they're trying to use their influence to be able to reach people for him. And uh, it is it, 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 it is something that's um, challenging at times to navigate for people. But that's why I love the position I'm in, because as a pastor, I get to help people do that. And I've talked to actors about their contracts before and helping them make decisions about should I do this role and what is this going to mean for my faith? And and, and uh, you know, most of those people don't have pastors they can go to. And so me kind of being one of them, able to speak to them, you know, I, I think that it, it gains me some unique opportunities there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's incredible. And 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 film and movies are such a huge um, cultural change. You know, as, as the church, we we want to affect culture. We want to make change. And yet oftentimes we ignore the biggest influence on our culture. 
and and kind of shun that aside. And so that's really exciting that you're able to you know kind of try to bridge that gap between between church and Hollywood. You know, the two the two most influential places in in the world, arguably, are DC and LA. Mm-hmm. And I think as as Christians, if we're if we just kind of you know um, uh, uh, throw in the towel on both of those cities, you know we shouldn't be shocked with what we end up with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's part of why what's happened in Hollywood has happened or what's happened in DC has happened is because Christians in the past have just given up on those cities and said, well, that's the world's business. And we just, you know, we, we kind of go into our shell. Uh, in reality, I think we should be charging into there and, and utilizing the, the power of God just to be able to have confidence to lead and, and guide people and, and, you know, uh, make great content and influence decisions, you know, for, for our nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I totally agree. So we'll come back to filmmaking in a little bit um, as, as we go on, but I want to kind of sidestep a little bit. Um, you're the pastor of, or, or a pastor at Influence Church, and you're also um, a huge part of the Influence Network. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, the Influence Network is, we see ourselves really as a, um, uh, uh, just a, na- a really an international resource for churches and being able to help them um, develop uh, uh, materials, products, um, systems, strategies for reaching people with the gospel of grace. Um, we've had a real strong um, tie into church planning, especially international church planning, uh, for years, we've done a lot of work in East Africa, planning churches and in other places in the world, Mexico, Asia, um, and, and, and some of the U.S. You know, as well. Um, the, the Influence Network, it has a couple different arms. It has kind of the, uh, a church arm, a, um, a, a resource development arm, which would be books, products, you know, MP3s, all of that, um, videos as well as a, um, a mission side. And so we have a division that we call Grace Works, where we take people on um, trips to some of our locations all around the world, short-term missions experiences. And from, you know, they can come from any denomination or background. We have a trip coming up to Ukraine in the fall uh, of 2019. We're going to Mexico in, in 2020 and early part of 2020 and working on another Africa trip here coming up. And and so, you know, we'll have people come on those trips. It's just an awesome experience, you know, to be able to do that. So. Um, and then within that, we have this local church. And so the, the local church is a place that my wife and I actually first started. Uh, we've been there now over 15 years. Um, and so she and I pastor really together, which might be different than some people's uh, uh, background of persuasion. But I always say that, you know, um, Eve was made from Adam's rib, meaning that she came from a place of his side or equality mm-hmm. and his his head so she could tell him what to do or his feet so he could walk on her. And, and I think that, you know, we've really found that in marriage as a place of equality where we get to lead together and and um, uh, my wife has a master's degree from the University of Notre Dame in uh, nonprofit business management. She's just an incredible leader. And, and so we really partner in that way. So, um, but uh, we have a local church. It's outside of South Bend, Indiana, um, which, uh, you know, South Bend's been in the news quite a bit here lately with some of the presidential stuff going on. And, and uh, so we're just really seeing this as an opportunity for us to shine our light and, and, um, and, and help people be able to find truth and, and kind of some of the chaos that's going on. Wow. And, and talking about your wife as a pastor, I know that my wife is, um, I, I think she does more than I do a lot of times in the church. Unfortunately, she isn't paid. She, uh, she's yeah. a nurse at the, at the emergency room here in town. Um, but I, uh, I always say that, that people like her and they tolerate me um, or they tolerate me because <laughs> of her. And so, um, you know, having, having that team 
both you and your wife is just so incredible. I know from personal experience in ministry. So that's really great. Um, and, and I love that, that you've expanded what you do there at the influence church into the influence network and, and, you know, kind of, um, broadened that and, and helping other people and getting other people involved. So that's really exciting. So I want to talk a little bit in, in the last little bit of our, uh, of our conversation about the movie that you've been working on. Um, and uh, I know it's been a long process and we're still looking um, in the future for, for when it'll come out. But tell us a little bit about it. So uh, the film is called The Penitent Thief. Uh, the executive producers, Don and Julia Willis, are just dear friends. And uh, Don actually uh, wrote uh, a book called The Tale of the Penitent Thief. If people want to get a handle on the story um, or at least where the film was, the story from the film was derived from, uh, that's a book of his. It's just a um, brilliant book. And um, Don and I met on the set of Rodeo Girl, which was another film that I did um, for a Netflix release uh, with Kevin Sorbo. And a lot of people know Kevin from, you know, old school Hercules days on TV, but he was uh, God's Not Dead and all sorts of other, you know, faith projects. Um, Let There Be Light most recently. Um, and so, you know, the uh, this this film, it's really a backstory on the two thieves on the cross and how they might have ended up there. So whenever it falls, whenever it intersects scripture, it's true to the biblical account. Um, but, you know, there's some imagination leading up to how they might have gotten to the particular verses that we find these characters in. And um, it, it's it's really a, uh, a tragic story in a lot of ways of two brothers who are uh, stumbling through life after a tragedy um, when they were uh, when they were younger. I know we have a mutual friend, uh, uh, Courtney, um, that was uh, in the project, Courtney Hurst, and just a wonderful actress and great to work with. And and. Um, you know, it's uh, it, it's just been an incredible experience. So we're um, in kind of the home stretch. It's in post production. We have uh, coloring being done, and special effects, and sound, and the score, and everything getting laid in. And uh, the the final cut for the film is is done. We're just adding all the little extras that make it really come together as a movie. And and uh, so excited to see that uh, come to pass. And I'm, I might have to come back on and share the actual release date when we get a little bit more. Uh, uh, a little bit more um, uh, into this, but uh, we're hoping like to, uh, yeah, we're hoping to have some news on the release date here soon, and kind of what uh, what platforms people can find that on. But you know, films I've done in the past have ended up on a lot of the major platforms like Netflix, Redbox, you know, Walmart, you know, et cetera. And so I, I hope that we can uh, see some of those similar ones with this one as well. That would be awesome, um, and it's you know it's really exciting because there aren't too many films that 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 tackle you know, Jesus and his ministry and, and characters surrounding that. And, and a lot of the ones that are out there are poorly done. So, yeah. um, so that's really exciting that, that you're able to do this and, and give some backstory to, you know, two characters that were ultimately very important in the final moments of Jesus life. So yeah, really I mean, it, it, it's, it's been a really incredible experience. We've met some wonderful people along the way. Uh, you know, this, the film stars Kevin Sorbo. It's got James Rousseau in it, who a lot of people recognize as just a wonderful character actor. He's been in probably almost 200 projects. Um, uh, Stelio Savante, uh, J.G. Anoni, um, all sorts of uh, all sorts of folks in the projects. It's just been awesome to work with everybody. And lots of great producers have been part of this with us as well. And uh, we worked with the passion, the great passion play in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, as well as uh, Capernaum Village um, down in uh, Weatherford, Texas. And, you know, some of your listeners might be familiar with um, 
uh, the new project, The Chosen, of mm-hmm. uh, executive producer Matthew Faraci, who's a really good friend of mine. They also filmed at Capernaum Village in Texas, so we kind of shared a location. Oh. Um, uh, but the projects are still very, very unique. So, um, you know, it's just it's awesome. So I, I encourage people to check that out, and and they can go to my website, lucasmiles.org. Uh, to find out more info, and they can also get a free um, download, a free uh, chapter of my book, Good God, uh, on that site as well. Awesome, wonderful. Well, I will have that in the show notes, so you can go to his website, lucasmiles.org. Um, one last question as as we wrap up here. I know a lot of our listeners they aren't you know publishers or pastors or directors or authors or you know anything, and but they still want to make an impact on on society, on people around them, in their local community. What would you recommend one or two, two ways that, that they can do that? I think, first of all, we have to recognize that everyone is an influencer. You know, in today's culture, especially in the younger culture, we use this term influencer all the mm-hmm. time. And, you know, what that typically means is somebody who has a decent social media following, who a lot of times gets free products in exchange for talking about brands on their, on their platform. And, you know, that might be a social media influencer, but that's not really the highest level of influence that there is. And so um, I think when we look at our lives, we have to recognize that, that we have a degree of influence in our world that nobody else possesses. We have people around us that nobody else has interaction with that same, you know, uh, um, uh, spectrum or mix up of a makeup of people. And, and I think that we have to take ownership of that. And so recognizing, you know, if I'm in Christ and I have the spirit of God who lives on the inside of me and he's given me the same power that raised Jesus from the dead living on the inside of me, that means when I walk in the room, I'm bringing Jesus with me mm-hmm. and we get an opportunity to influence the people around us. And I think that that's, that's really the heart of, of, of the gospel in many ways and, and the, the call in our lives, the Great Commission. And so I think that, you know, recognizing that it's more than just about doing good things or good deeds. But it's about really, you know, walking in God's grace and finding a way to impact and change the world. And I think that that's something we all can do. I get to do it in one small area. My area might be kind of exciting for some people. But, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, like right now, I'm in an office like a lot of other people in their job. You know, there's not, they don't have explosions going on behind me. You can't see Hollywood from my window. Um, I'm just here in an office doing what God's created me to do. And I think that we all have to carry that out in just uh, our unique ways. such an inspiring conversation with Lucas Miles, and such a good point. You are an influencer. No matter who you are, no matter where you live, you come in contact with people every day who you exert an influence over. Use that influence for good, for inspiring faith and hope. Well, that'll about wrap it up for this week. You can find us online at faithandhoperadio.com. Uh, Find links there to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. Subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes of the podcast. And give us a five-star rating and a good review while you're there. That always helps. You can find us on Facebook at Faith and Hope Radio. Make sure you like our page so you get updates when we post new episodes, as well as teasers for upcoming episodes. Music was provided by Dexter Britton under the Creative Commons license. Hope you have a wonderful week. God bless you, and until we meet again, have faith and hope.